0: hello do i do i have you chad yes sir okay i think it's my new airpods i think the battery was dying so i'm very very sorry is this better it's great okay cool sorry about that i switched to my traditional headphones um i've been on so many of these meetings i don't even realize when my battery like goes on me so um yeah so we were i mean we've done like nine of these before so um relative to you've always been i do want to kind of rewind you a little bit back to kind of what you were going to when you wrote it. But then I do want to kind of tie it into kind of what it means in this moment as well. Um, But yeah, if you wouldn't mind taking me back to kind of when you created the song and where you were at that time and and, you know, how the song came to be.
1: Well, you know, we were going, um, my wife and I were um, going through a kind of a, just a really deep, Dark season of anxiety and just really trying everything we possibly could, you know, calling God out on His word, getting you know, prayer, fasting, um, doing everything we can, and uh, and just you know, seeming like we're getting nowhere, and so basically, it kind of took us on a little bit of a journey, just trying to 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 find out what the Lord says about us because maybe if we can find our identity and find all these other things, maybe our anxiety will will subside a, a pinch. And so um, we we did some really um, um, hard work in just seeking the Lord and, and all these other things. All that to say is one night kind of in the middle of all of this, um, you know, uh, these hard times and just like, dang, Lord, you know, why don't you really you know i just felt like the lord didn't even care that i was going through whatever it's like you know why aren't you answering like i'm of course you know now as i'm going through the psalms i'm seeing that as a as a common thing that david would go through as well um but the difference between him and me is that his would always turn back to praise regardless of whether he heard from the lord or not mine would stay with sometimes stay with complaining um but I was laying in bed one night watching YouTube, and uh, I was doing these, uh, you know, listening to the Gathers and uh, just loving the harmonies and loving the, those kind of some of those old songs and whatnot. And it just took me down a rabbit hole, literally probably 2 o'clock in the morning, and I'm still on YouTube, and, you know. And, uh, and I come across this kind of black and white video of this gospel group that had sang this song. No idea what the song is. No idea what the group was but it's probably from the 50s, something like that. And uh, and I don't even know, like I said, what the song was, but I know that at the very end, the lead singer was blind, and he came out with, um, you know, a, uh, you know, he kind of just started to testify um, in this song, just saying, you know, God, you know, I'm, I'm blind, but you were my eyes when I couldn't see, and God, you know, you were my father when he walked out on when, when my father walked out on us and god you are our provision and when my mama was so poor and could not find a job and he started to say all this stuff and i just like was kind of overwhelmed with thinking about my life and and obviously you know this guy's kind of got a different perspective which is you know kind of it's it's blessing me and challenging me all at the same time but then i think back to my life god when i was an addict there you were and you helped me in my recovery you know and when I was lost and I couldn't find my way home, you know, you were a beacon of light for me too. And, you know, when I didn't have anything you provided and it was like, you know, I couldn't even think of a time that God hadn't come through. So why would God not come through in this moment, in this desperation, in this, um, you know, season of anxiety. And, and so I just feel like it was, it's important for us to look to our past to give us hope for our future. Um, and uh and because most of us we, we go down the down the line and we can see the faithful hand of God on every single turn. And so, um, you know, and what's interesting about the song kind of releasing and then this pandemic hitting is that this kinda happens in that Passover time, mm-hmm. um in, in the Passover season and, and from what I know about the Passover, uh you know, it was a time for families to gather and and, uh, and reflect on the things God had done, you know. And so the Hebrews would bring their, go to their tribes, be with their families, and they would travel out and they would, they would read the scriptures about how God had been faithful to Abraham and what he did in, um, with Jacob and, and, you know, bringing them with Joseph and bringing them out of e- Egypt with Moses. And, and it was like, you know, God called them to take a month out of their year every year and, and and teach their children and tell the children and reflect themselves about what God had done in the past, which then gives us hope to what God says in the future and, and what our future is going to look like, regardless of how grim. And of course, you know, in the time of Jesus, you know, you've got this Roman empire and you've got all these other things. And so it's important for us to reflect and to, to remind ourselves and to tell our children, I just thought, man, how cool, even though, you know, I'm not saying the pandemic was cool. I'm just saying that the timing to me was very interesting because here we are basically gathering for the Passover, forced to be with our families, and then forced to look at what God had done in the past to give us hope going through, uh, through to the future. And so I just thought, man, not one time has the Lord let us down. He certainly hasn't answered every prayer we've ever prayed, um, but he's given us his son and that's everything we'll ever need.
0: Yeah, amen. I I resonated with it, obviously, even just in revealing the record. So it's not so much about the single dropping, it was more, to me, within the context of reason. Um, the record, I was sort of hearing your journey, your faith journey, right, which is kind of what I've joined you on these last three um, records, but also uh, relative to carrying over from our conversation about miracle, for example. And um, You know, because that really was a similar uh, prayerful moment you were in. And and in a lot of ways, you know, this song, as you said, both in this Passover gather your family moment and relying on God's grace and mercy and praising him for his grace and mercy uh, in our lives to overcome this seemingly insurmountable challenge um, is uh, the kind of praise that I believe he describes in his word as um, God delighting in the praise of his people uh, because he likes when we lift him up in our time of deep need and recognize he's the only answer we need basically and so what I I feel like you're doing in this song is you're bridging as you said, sort of this Old Testament uh, psalmist kind of sentiment, all the way through kind of a Paul uh, kind of sentiment relative to acknowledging that he's been there for you. Um, so it's a testimony song, which is great. And, and we can kind of dig into a couple places of where you proclaim the word, um, because that's something I always love about your ministry, but I wondered if you had any particular, um, particular moments relative to um, the lyrics of this song that you wanted to highlight for me relative to God's word. Was there any any uh, creative way you were expressing God's word that you'd like me to capture? Um, I'm just thinking here for a second.
1: Of course, you know, in the songwriting process, we're just constantly saying, you know, it's like we we, 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 we wrote that song, Mistakes, and, you know, we kind of have a different second verse or a different bridge. I can't remember what it was, and it was just hitting us a little bit like, hmm, does this sound like, you know, we're just saying, hey, just go for it. Do whatever you want um, because God loves you, and so we threw it out to John's dad, who's a pastor, we threw it out to a couple other people and said, what's your vibe as you're hearing this, as you're thinking about Mm -hmm. this? Because we want to portray, you know, the, the, you know, the word. And so, you know, when we feel like, hmm, this could be up in the air, is there a better way just searching for it and seeking it and, and trying to, uh, you know, make sure that there, so we appreciate when it gets recognized because we do work pretty hard to, to, uh, you know, put this, these words, you know, God's word, it's eternal, you know? Um, and, uh, and so, you know, obviously that's a big thing. I mean, it, music can move people, you know, because yeah. God's created us to respond to music. Um, and it's one thing that follow follows us from earth into heaven as well. Um, it's not the only thing, but it's one thing. And, uh, and so you know that's why song, regular, you know songs that are just you know the world songs can move us still, but it's the the word the 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 songs that have his truth in are the the, the songs that can really change it so um i uh <clears throat> well it, it is interesting you bring up Miracle, because I would say that Miracle was one of the last songs we were writing on that on that uh, second record It was like kind of in that 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 endish songs before we ended up cutting it and recording it and then um and then uh this was uh so that was really kind of one of the first songs about kind of dealing with this anxiety thing and then you've always been has been it was really one of the last ones that we wrote for that next record so you know that's kind of that season was was pretty long it was probably three or four years um of three years of super intense but there's been a lot of victory and, and things like that. So, you know, God's word, man, is just one of those things that is, is, as you know, if you read Psalm 119, I just went through all the Psalms and now I'm here in the, in the, in Proverbs and, you know, it's taken me since we started going through the Psalms on a a November tour we did with Stars Go Dim and, and Katie Hurst, And, and, uh, you know, we started going through the Psalms and it took me till now to to kind of get through them. And one of the things that's just awesome about, about David. And one of the reasons he has such a heart for God is because he valued God's word above anything else. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he spent time in his word. And so this, this journey for me has just been a reminder, like I need the word of God more, more and more and more every day. It's not about the songs. I mean, the the scriptures that I memorize or whatever, it's like, we just need to continue to go after the word of God and, and, and put that in our hearts and, and even in Proverbs, you know, it talks about like, you know, the purpose of these proverbs. Here's the the, the introduction to the whole book, is you know to, uh, you know, that we gain understanding by exploring. Um, this is NLT. By exploring the meaning of these proverbs, parables, and uh, and poems, kind of thing. And it's like exploring. Wow. Okay, that's an interesting word. And uh, and so you know that that's that's like an active search you know and sometimes you know that exploring is just kind of the wonder of wow I'm exploring this beautiful scenery and then sometimes it's like a pirate you know going for a treasure and uh and so but meaning that it's it's not just there to be read one time it's, we need it it's a lifeline it's food to the soul but uh I, I'm just I can't remember all the different scriptures I mean that that uh you know that that were the inspiration behind um you know these songs um uh specifically you know
0: i'm, I'm just I, I um well you know. you know i'll do my own bible study i just want that's why i was asking so i do have one particular part of the song um that i did want us to then dig into a little deeper because i feel like um the description of who god is because that's probably one of, probably my favorite part of the song like i love the the confessional verses um i love the bridge. Um, but I really feel like in the chorus, you know, the description of who God is, right? Savior, sustainer, healer, redeemer, mother, father, brother, sister, friend. So I feel like on some ways you're kind of like paraphrasing when Jesus kind of talks about, well, who is my mother and who is my brother and who is my sister, who's my friend, other than those who uh, – are are you know my brothers in christ basically and but in this case you're addressing that description to jesus again you're not necessarily doing that but that's a little bit of kind of what i like and i just wondered if theologically there's something to that like that there's this different ways we may access the lord which is a good way of like looking at all those different descriptions of his character and yet he also uses different words to sort of describe both himself and what he wants his community of, of believers to look like. So I don't know if, if I'm on a, uh, an interesting yep. track there or not. you are. Um, so that's a little bit of what I'd like to um, almost use as a takeaway message. Because I think we have, a, as you all well know, since the pandemic, now we also have racial unrest in our country. And I really, want to give a message of unity also uh, about this.
1: Well, I mean, the the, the the I would say that the, 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 the baddest song, and I mean bad by, I mean good by, and I say bad, right. um, that we have on the record for that is Let It Be Love, hands down.
0: Yes, yes, um, yes. You
1: know, and, you know, uh, so whether it's, you know, the homosexual community or the, uh, you know, or racial differences or whatever, it's like, you know that song right there just squashes i mean you just cannot be a believer and 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 be racist or look down on people i mean all of us i just heard this quote the other day um you know that we we are a soul that has a body we're not a body that has a soul so meaning that every person in the core is a soul first because that's what's eternal then we're we're given different you know characteristics and different um um, you know, physical attributes and all these different things. So it's like you know, the, the, there's just no possible way that a believer could 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 be could, you know, think of anybody less than themselves because of anything external whatsoever, you know, and uh, and so obviously Jesus in in John 14 is talking about you know his prayer for and we came up with this wonderful moment in our shows where. We start with this acapella part to let it be love. I know I'm getting off track, but I'll come back to your thing. And, uh, and each one of the five of us, you know, uh, drops part of John 14. Mm. And then if we're going to be known for something, let it be love. I mean, here's God's plan is that Jesus said, I and the Father are one. Um, and now, you know, that's my desire for you guys. And uh, not only for you to be one with us, but for you to be one with each other. So all that to say is just that uh, um, uh, with that song, you know, we've caught some flack because of the mother-sister thing on that. Uh, I know one station didn't play the song because of that. And, uh, you know, what people have to understand is that, you know, when we're writing a song, you know, there's definitely artistic, uh, you know, freedoms. In fact, Psalm 119 says, If I fly on the wings of the morning and rest on the farthest seas, there you're still with me, you know, is David literally saying that he's flying on the wings of the morning, you know, yet us as believers in a culture will be like, well, you know, we don't fly on the wings of the morning, this is ridiculous, you know, why is he taking, and it's like we have some creative, um, you know, um, uh, freedoms there as we're writing songs and, and doing things, um, uh, but but the main thing is is that It's that God is all things, you know, he is omnipresent, he's powerful, you know, whatever the omniscient, he's all these things. So, you know, the point was, is that whatever the need that we have is,
0: it's found
1: in Jesus. So if you are an only child that's living with a single mom, you know, and you need a sibling, you know, a sibling's friendship and a father's discipline and blah, 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 there God is um, being what we need him to be. Um, and so, you know, I think that was the the biggest thing and it just broke my heart a little bit that, that, you know, of course I expected it in some ways. Um, but, uh, you know, that, that, that was a takeaway for some people. Um, I mean, the whole song is about everything I've needed, Lord,
0: you've, you've always, been. always
1: been. So if yeah. I needed a sister, if I needed a, you know, and so it's just that, you know, um, you know some of those things are are just and again you know it's even we can't even begin to comprehend it i mean psalm uh psalm one thirty nine was talking about you know even if I was going to go- uh, go to the heavens or the depths you know or I'll hide in the dark it's like even the darkness is light to you they're the same God's way above a gender he's way above light and dark he's way above the things that he created um and so anyway that that i i I understand i don't i don't hold any, any grudge, but just that, that idea that God is so personal, you know, he's so, um, uh, powerful. He's so, um, in tune, um, so connected with us that he knows our needs and he is, you know, he is the provision of our needs. He, the, the substance of Jesus entirely. That's like, you know, he is, Jesus is everything we'll need. So, anyway, I could, I could go off just and just being excited about what, you know, how awesome God is.
0: Yeah, same, same. So, no, no, I hear it the way you intended it, so I'm, I'm sure you're glad to hear that. Um, and I go right to the Matthew 12 passage, you know, where someone told him to, said to Jesus, your mother and brothers are standing outside waiting to speak to you. And he replied, who's my mother and who are my brothers? Pointing to his disciples, he said, here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. So there you go. He lists them all. Um, but it, but, and, but it even, even more than
1: that, I mean, he's talking about the family of God. Who is the family of God? The family right. of God isn't flesh and blood. It's spiritual. It's supernatural. Yes. It's, but in, even in this particular instance, it's that, you know, um, that God um he he provides what we need everything we need is found in him and so that is the main takeaway and and for some people they need a mom you know yes. and that's found yes. in Jesus some people they need a brother that's found in Jesus so anyway that's uh, the main point
0: i love it and, and that works for me um and that'll be basically uh my takeaway so you've already fast um well uh in the you know in this moment, um, kind of, what would you like people to take away from it? So, I guess I would like to, because we can talk. I think we should have a separate um, conversation about "Let It Be Love." Just so you know, I think that needs its own diva. Um, so we'll we'll come back to that song. Um, but what I do think people need to know with this song is a couple things. Um, you know, one relative to what you do with this kind of testimony right the ability to be able to say everything I've needed lord you've always been when you're in a pandemic and you start to really think what's most important so you know you mentioned um the moment was again a moment of need for your family in writing the song and now the moment other people might be having might be financial it might be uh health um, it might be uh, an, an excess amount of anxiety or fear. Um, and when you make a strong statement, like, everything I've needed, you've always been, and, you know, and you've got a, a testimony of recovery uh, as well, um, how would you like people to, to apply that? You know, what would be your exposition uh, as, as people w- try to live out the words of this song?
1: I mean, you know, even just in the in the chorus, it's like, you know, um, sustainer, you know, it's like, you know, how many times did we think we couldn't, we couldn't get through whatever situation? How many times have we thought, man, I just don't know how I'm going to make it through? I mean, even those people who've gone through bankruptcy and make... This isn't saying that God is going to save your butt from making terrible decisions.
0: Correct. You know, it's, not a pro- it's not a prosperity message at all. Honestly. Right. And, and although I,
1: <laughs> I, you know, there, there are some... There's some different, um, yeah, exactly. So, but what it is saying is that at the core of who we are and at the core of who God is, He meets the needs of of us. And 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 again, He sees things. You know, you know, Isaiah 55. You know, His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts yeah. are higher than our thoughts. Like He, He really, you know, what what we thought in this season of our life. You know, and, and this is what's super cool about this. You know, the, the verse that came to my mind during this whole pandemic was like. What the enemy meant for evil, God, yes. you know, turns around for good, oh, you know. Yeah. And so, you know, that is what happens, you know. Does it mean that we're saved from every, every situation? You know, that, that's another conversation and even a, ph- a philosophical conversation in the world. I don't have all the answers for that. I know this, that what the enemy meant for evil for my family um, caused us, because of the grace of God and his mercy and his kindness, Uh, He allowed things to get as far, and I think, too, one thing we have to see is that if it's come to kill, steal, or destroy, that's not God, you know? That actually, those are the attributes of of the devil, Um, steal, kill, destroy, you know? Um, But God can use the things that the enemy has come to kill, steal, and destroy, and use them to build our faith, to set our feet on a, you know, on a foundation that's eternal, that... You know, so all of those kinds of things is, is where I'm seeing God in the midst of all of this, and, uh, you know, again, does it mean we're saved from from hardships and all of that? No, Jesus said, in this world you will have trouble, trouble but, you know, don't fear because um, I've overcome the world, and and so, you know, we're on God's team. Um, God loves us, and, and even as David talks about, like, as he looks at life and he looks at these Things that are going on, he's seeing. You know, our life is a vapor. It is like a flower that blooms and then dies. It's like in eternal ways. So, I mean, we don't. I don't love thinking about that because right now, this is what I know. I don't really know about heaven. I don't really know. I know what the Bible has talked about, but but it's something that I don't see with my eyes that I've never experienced. I have faith to, to know that it's true and that God is there. But um, so I don't necessarily like. Thinking of my life as a vapor, but the fact of the matter is, is that you know this is carnal, and 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 God is eternal, and so His children's lives are now uh, eternal as well. And so whatever the enemy does to us, it doesn't you know it doesn't hit us like it does the world, where they don't have the hope, they don't have everlasting life, they don't have um, those things. Of course, they could have them if if, if they accepted that, but um, you know so. It's. I don't know if I've answered your question at all, yeah, but yeah, um, yeah,
0: you have, you have. No, I think it's I, just
1: yeah. seeing things like you know, again, you know, I I tell you an amazing piece of scripture. I was just talking through this in a in a season of uh, with Danny Goki and just really becoming good friends with him. And as this pandemic was hitting, you know, the verse that the Lord is bringing to us and that we talked about many times um, is with Elisha in the city of Dothan. And, you know, here they've got, you know, the 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 armies uh, of, of the king. I can't remember what the what the king's name was, but, um, you know, surrounding the city, uh, armies, massive army, and they want to take Elijah down. The dude isn't going to get out of here alive, the king says, you know, and, and Elijah's servant is just beside himself. He is, we're finished. We're through Elijah. You know, why aren't you worried about this? And, and Elijah just prays a simple prayer, like, Lord, give him eyes to see, and he sees, and, and what he sees is angelic armies and chariots of fire, and, you know, not only that, but, like, an army positioned to wipe out that king's army, you know, flanking and positioned well, and, you know, God is a God that that has thought of everything. It's not like, oh, they're just a bunch of angels flying around. It's like, these angels are in a military attack form, you know?
0: Yeah, 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 totally. and.
1: So anyway, I just say that like, you know, so to me, it's just been a a season two uh, of just God. Give me eyes to see, you know,
0: beyond the natural. Give me eyes to see beyond the natural. Amen. I will absolutely include that passage. I think that's like almost um, a perfect way to tie it into current events. Um, And then, as I said, let's make sure we also uh talk about let it be loved because i do think that's another message for this time um but i do think that you know you know as you know it's an election year and this is going to be an ongoing conversation um so uh you know it's it's going to be one of those um moments in our history that i think we're going to maybe be able to look back on and and um Use it as a, a moment to talk to our, our children about um, unity. Uh, like you said, the John um, 14 passages around unity uh, should be what all believers live out. And um,
1: I mean, shoot, I think about Jesus just comes in and and wrecks the, the Pharisees of the time saying, you know, um, you know, you say that, you know, murder you know, and, and like think about those things. It's like Jesus doesn't just say, you know, tolerate the people around you, you know, in your home group or your church or your family that annoys you. He's saying love your enemy. So even if there was, you know, for the church, like I, I am just really baffled and really disappointed and really uh, think that, like, we've gotten off on, on more on a political stance than we have anything else. But the the human beings, you know, Like, we are called to be a light, to be, um, you know, different than everybody else. We do not have room in our heart for hate, for um, thinking that, you know, we're better than anybody else. Like, you know, we're only, you know, saved and sanctified by the grace of God. The same grace is extended to all mankind. And so, like, I'm just, man, you know, um, you know, the, the verses that come up to me and, of course, you know, I've been pretty. I try to stay off social media anyway. It sucks the life out of me, and I don't think that it's that it's real, you know, yeah, um, are, in a are. way. And so it's like even people and their opinions and all of that. It's just it's just it's not it's it, it's not true relationship. And so um, there's no accountability. There's no this or that. And so you know, I, I just don't go there naturally on my own. And and so I've been challenged by some friends and some different stuff about. Speaking up or not speaking up about whatever, and and uh, and you know the fact of the matter is I just don't really, I don't have a great handle about the things that are that are going on in, in and of uh, all the details. I I know this that as I was praying about it, the verse that came that came to my mind was "Mourn with those who mourn." Yeah, you know, and it's like you know I can go on uh, a hundred different tangents and down a hundred different roads about you know, uh, you know, certain organizations and the political things behind everything and whatever. I just don't think that that probably has any good value. It's probably a distraction from the main thing, but I know this, that as our brothers and sisters are mourning, whatever that may be, we are to mourn with them. And, and so, um, you know, I think that that's one thing that we should keep in mind as well.
0: A hundred percent. So, um, I just went to your Instagram, because I was kind of curious about this. And and this is obviously nothing I'm going to write about. This is just you and I talking as brothers. Um, I did not post the black square um, on Blackout Tuesday. Um, I instead posted Bible verses, as as do you, I noticed, because um, I think that's just as a lot of where we come from, right? So I had posted not on that day, but that week, Micah six, eight, you know, about he has shown you oh man what is good and what does the lord require of you but to do justly love mercy and walk humbly with your god and then you know today it's something they call juneteenth which was yeah, I had no the, idea what that means it's the day that slavery officially ended in our country um and so this verse i was i read this morning and i just decided to share it um my little ch- children don't just talk about love as an idea or a theory, make it your true way of life and live in the pattern of gracious love. First john Um, 318. That's the voice translation. And I'm worried. uh, Back to the social media issue, that artists who I do think are well meaning are falling prey to the culture. And they're thinking they need to do what the culture tells them to do. And they're not doing it out of conviction. Um, And so one of my prayers for the industry is it doesn't start looking like the world. And if it does look like the world, what's the point of the industry? It may not even have it anymore. Um, So just something I've been thinking about in this time, because I just watched all these artists, by the way, many of whom uh, got massively criticized for doing it, because they seem like lemmings, like their label told them to do it, so they did it. Um, it didn't look like they were sinking or one of the labels had some pompous sounding thing like as the curators of culture, we're going to do this. Um, and it's like, uh, you're telling us you're better than us. So you need to do this. I don't know. It's just, there's no,
1: don't even get me. I mean, the thing is, I'm not that smart, but my wife is extremely smart. So even when you're coming to all of the, the, the quarantine stuff, um, yeah right right you know and 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 it's just like okay wait a minute this doesn't quite add up like this is like this is, it's not saying that the the thing isn't real it's just saying that like you know again what are we seeing and again we're falling prey to uh, political agendas and you know if you're looking at like Black Lives Matter and all that like we did we did hours worth of research on different things and it's like you know the Black Lives Matter who's funding it and who's this and who's that and it's like it's actually more they're more racist. You know, in the core of, of 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 who's funding these things than anybody else. It's like you think about the friggin' Planned Parenthood. I just don't get these ignorant. You know, it's like, and again, I say this out of frustration and 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 you know, but it's like Planned Parenthood. The the, the whole point was this white lady that wanted to exterminate black babies. And you know what? They've been extremely successful. More black babies are are murdered every year than in, through abortion than anybody else. And yet you have the, the left wing and the, you know, all these other places. Um, and again, I think the right wing is just as racist and just as off as the left in, in a lot of ways. Um, but I'm not going to get into politics. I don't really know a lot. I just know this, that where men are um, and where money is involved, um, you know, evil is is present and, and, and it's not far off. So all that to say is, yeah, I'm not going to jump on this thing. In fact, I think by supporting, quote-unquote, Black Lives Matter is actually supporting, you know, racism. Um, but it I is. think that we that we need to stand behind our, um, you know, like our brothers and sisters that are hurting, 100%. you know, and I think that's valid. Here's the problem is that people want to, the same damn people that, you know, gave uh, all the uh, white people who went and p- to protest to open up the borders, you know, are, are the same ones that stood against everyone there and called us a bunch of, you know, X, Y, and Zs are supporting the riots, you know, and that, that was for COVID. And all of a sudden now, like, oh, you know, if you're not going to riots or if you're not going to protest, then you're, you're a schmuck. It, 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 we, were in a, we are in a culture in where, especially because of social media, that, it, that, that we are pressured to respond the way that other people think we should respond. And mourn the way that other people want to mourn. And if it's not in alignment with what they think. And and so I had some conversation. I said, you know, for me, it's like I I have always been, um, you know, we waited five years to get my kid into a school that was multicultural and multi-economical, you know, and, you know, because we want our kids to be involved in other people's cultures because we think it's something to be celebrated and we see Jesus in that. You know, it's like the guys in the group, the music that we play, the places that we go, what we do. It's all on that side of, and then how dare somebody come in and tell me, cause I don't post to black square, you know, that I'm, that I'm racist. And I'm like, you know, that's why I'm just not going to go there because, right. you know, I have to stand before God. I do think that there are, there are racist people and I do think that there are different problems. I watched three years ago that the 13 documentary, um, uh, amendment 13, yeah. um, And I was, like, blown away. I just was like, oh, my gosh, I believe it. I I just believe all of it. You know, it's like all political jargon and and just BS. But all that to say is that, um, you know, again, what does it mean? For me to stand and have my kid go to a multicultural school, you know, so that he can be involved in other cultures and and they can, is a hundred times more me standing against racism than posting something on Facebook. You know what are these other people actually doing in their lives? It's, a, it's just such BS. It's it all is. BS. I can't say it, and this is why I don't go on social media. I'm not passionate nope. about social media Good at all because <laughs> way, I don't think it's real. It's no, not real. No. I can't be my real self. I, you it's know, poison. my real self.
0: It's, yeah. Yeah. It's but poison. whatever. It's just. Um, so, so Rick, that's, Rick, that's, Rick Hoganson no. asked me to tell you you have another interview, so uh, we have to stop today. Uh, right, Randy Randy Robison from Life Today live, Mm -hmm. would like to do a Zoom call with you, and apparently you have the details. So I'm just letting you know I got that note. So thank you. I got
1: you fired up. My mistake. Um, I'm not fired up. You know what I am? I'm excited for the church to to figure out how to be a light and how to mourn with those who mourn. I think that's important. Whether we agree with all the different things, whether we have the knowledge or understanding, either way, our brothers are hurting. And and we, what can we do to help? What can we do? I don't, it's not super clear. I don't really know. I know that we're, my family's doing whatever we can. And as God brings up more, um, I, I'm, I'm just sad because, you know, believers, again, are just some of the worst people, you know, I mean, in all honesty. Um, and, 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 and that's
0: not a good witness. We need to be a better witness.
1: It's horrible. I mean, and again, you know, then you've got different things, you know, all these wars and Hitler and the name of God, you know, try to exterminate the Jews. It's like, come on, look at the scriptures, look at the test of fruit. You know, everyone who says they're this isn't necessarily this or that, but I'm excited for us to be able to rise up. And I'm also excited that this pandemic thing, um, it it did at least God gathered his church. And in all honesty, like, you know, I'm, I'm more pumped about home church and just getting involved with people and being bringing people into our homes i, I think if we did this that we would see a revol- uh, you know some kind of revolution some kind of something opposed to continuing like here's what happens is our culture fills our lives with so much stuff and we max out our budgets with everything we have barely enough time to go to church let alone do anything else for the gospel so if we threw that on its head and 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 let's say we didn't even go to church on you know regular church Let's say we just met in our houses and we prayed and we blah, 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 and we came together. What I'm saying is that it's so easy to make Sunday morning the one thing that we all do. But to be honest with you, it's probably uh, the least thing that we could be doing. You know, one of the least things, you know, it's gathering together, praying for each other, involved in each other's lives and communities, and, and making room for God to move and God to work. And our budgets need to open up to make room for us to give to the work of God, you know, all of those things. So if, if some of that comes out of this pandemic thing, it, we will see something shift in our in our culture. And now more than ever, I am pumped about being able to go out. Like, you know, my plan is, is, is where we're going to be on hits deep. Uh, you know, my my plan, and again, you know, we'll see what the Lord ends up doing, is just to to hit hitting, hitting coffee shops for Bible studies on, you know, on, three days a week on hits deep, you know, getting people to come in. And and those are the things that I'm, I'm getting excited while using the music and and doing all that, doing the touring. But um, I I won't be touring as much as I, as I, as I was, I don't, I don't believe. And, and I'm going to be doing more, uh, you know, there's just other angles and other things God wants me to be doing. But uh, so I think for the overall music industry in general, we all tour so much because there's not much money to be made, and we have to. Um, um, but but it's this cycle that oversaturates every market, that cheapens everything that we do, and so you've got shows that people don't show up to. You've got you know, and so I'm just I'm just looking forward to uh, to hopefully us hearing the Lord and, and not going back to what we what we were doing, um, but really listening and really being intentional about. And then, again, seeing God provide um, there, um, you know, provide for us as we take less shows. Um, God will God'll make up, you know, the difference in whatever way. So I'm really excited about the Lord and, uh, and, and what he's doing. Music is a side note. And, uh, and over the years, you know, that's always been really at the core. And sometimes my focus gets too much on music and not enough on Jesus himself. Um, and so I'm just grateful that this is kind of a reset.
0: Agreed. Well, always great to catch up, brother. Um, let you get on your other interview, and then I'll let you know when this posts in the next month or so. And then let's talk again soon.
1: Oh, shoot. We didn't even talk about – so we're releasing a deluxe edition.
0: And uh, Rick, on the, Rick did give me the uh, press release. But, yeah, go
1: ahead. Well, I'm just saying, um, deluxe edition, and on that is a song called One Step. Okay. And um, and and one step um, is is a testimony song for me straight up, um, and uh, and so that's really the only new song we're releasing, and I think it's going to be a huge encouragement. It's you know the basically the premise is the little that we give, you know, um, and the little that we can give. Even you know for me and my recovery story, right? That one, uh, that Thursday night I went to Bible study and waited to get high until nine o'clock seems ridiculous to some, but it was one step in the right direction, and God met me there, and then led me to another step, and another step, and another step, and that one Thursday till nine o'clock, it turned into 17 years of sobriety. and so what I'm saying is, you know, we're, we're never going to have it all together, we're never going to be, but, but let's continue to take steps towards Jesus, and God meets us there, and it's, it's better than, than doing no steps, and uh and so it's like, you know, a seed, you know, one seed can turn into a mighty oak tree. It's like, you know, God takes three fish, you know, two fish and five loaves and feeds thousands. It's like that that's who God is, taking the little that we have. And so, um, I'm psyched about this song and uh and so um and about this uh deluxe that's coming out but I, I know that I gotta go do this other thing, but
0: yeah, and I'm going to check that song out. So maybe that'll be the next song we talk about. We'll figure it out. Uh, or That'd we'll be, be great. Just It'd be great to
1: have, um, you know, um, Rick, is it Rick? Yep. Or Randy. Uh, uh, Rick um, to, to just send you the song, too.
0: I will. I will ask him for it, for sure. Awesome. Thanks, Chuck. All right, buddy. My
1: faithful Calvary Chapel friend. Thank you. you got
0: it. Always great to chat, and thank you for this great conversation. It'll give me a lot to write about, and I think this song deserves, you know, a, a full Bible study, so I'm excited about doing it.
1: Um, I will say, too, that the song is doing, it's top 20 right now, and it's been out for a while, but the cool thing is, is that it's top 10 in the, um, in the testing scores. So okay. at some point, people have to, like it's in the top 10 uh, testing this week, um, over all the songs that are out, and uh, and so that's great, um, you know, whether the Lord brings the song up on the charts or not, but we know that it's resonating with people. So we're hoping that stations will continue to either play it more or add it and uh, so people can hear it. I think it's important, And uh, but whatever the Lord wants to do is where I'm at in my life right now.
0: Awesome, and I'm going to write about it, so maybe that will give it a little boost. I'll do my best. You got it, buddy. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Chad. All right. See you, buddy. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye.